This is episode number 36 with 17-year Major League Baseball veteran and the founder of Ball Cap Liner, Cliff Floyd. Welcome to Patrick Jones Baseball. I am Patrick Jones, former professional baseball player and host of this podcast. My day job is a podcaster and my night job is a baseball instructor. I am currently giving hitting and pitching lessons for all ages. If interested, please email me at jonesbaseballtraining at gmail.com. I hope you guys enjoy today's episode, and let's get to work. We are now live with 17-year MLB veteran and founder of Ball Cap Liner, Cliff Floyd. Cliff, thanks for coming on today. No problem. Thanks for having me. So what was the motivation um, to coming up with this product? Well, I think my passion was more just from what I've seen when I was around my kid out in the field and and seeing how these kids, um, you know, it was hard for them to catch the baseball consistently. And um, while, you know, it's great that they out there on the field, it's great that they out there, you know, you know trying to learn a great game. I love it. Um, but if you want to make all the other things important for them to wear, like elbow pads and shin guards, and, you know, all these other things, chest protectors, chest, you know, the heart guard now, then what about the brain? What about, you know, all this data that we have and knowledge we have to how balls are coming off the bats and so on and so forth that, you know, that, that the fielders, the pitchers and everybody else was at the disposal of these kids growing and being, you know, six foot four, 12 year olds, that it was important for me to, do something that helped them out. And that's where my passion came from. Um, obviously, you know, I, I, I played a long time, but I think the most important thing was I was, I was able to reach some of the major league guys and ask them some, you know, some of the things that, um, that I could do to protect our youth, to protect these guys, to put them in a position where when they're on the field, the parents don't have anything to worry about um, because they have this ball cap liner on. And look, it's not everything. It's not the do-alls. It can't prevent concussions. It can't do certain things. But what it can do uh, is give you an opportunity uh, to, to get off the ground um, and get up and, and everybody, you know, breathe a sigh, you know, of relief that, you know, I, I gave you some protection. 65 miles an hour protection against a ball hitting you uh, in, the, in, in the head area or the temple area. So that was – that was my drive, my passion, uh, and then also building relationships. I think everything is, is predicated on, on, on how you build relationships and rapport with parents and, and don't sell them dreams and so on and so forth. It's, it's telling the truth. Like, you know, your kid can get seriously hurt um, on a field uh, if, if they're not paying attention, if they're not consistently catching the balls. And we have to do everything in our power uh, to protect these kids from themselves. Yeah, I mean, one of the and one of the examples, even at the major league level, I remember when Brandon McCarthy got hit. I mean, do you think every MLB pitcher have you ever reached out to pitchers in the MLB about wearing this? Yeah, I have, and they're all trying to do their thing, right? And major league baseball is trying to do their things. I've been trying my hardest to, uh, you know, collab with them and give them my idea and tweak my idea and maybe make it better if they feel, you know, deem it needs to be you know, better or whatever the case may be. But, you know, I feel like I have the best product. I really do. We, we passed testing. We have, you know, as far as 
uh, laboratory testing. We, you know, we, we can withstand 65 miles an hour. We've given you what no product on the market gives you, which is temple protection. Yeah, I, I just, you know, I, it's hard for me to understand, you know, how and, and why uh, they won't take a concept like mine um, and, and, and put it out there as an ex-player and, and put me in a position where I can be around these guys and, 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 you know, be around their kids and protect the, you know, protect our, you know, our family's kids. I mean, that, that was, you know, I played this game for 18 years, um, built relationships, was a part of different families throughout the, you know, my whole tenure in the game. Um, and I would love to give these, you know, my, you know, these players today and, 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 and all my peers a ball cap liner so they can protect their youth. Cause that's, that's my goal. You know, instincts for major league ball players. I mean, you know, we, we typically, you know, handle ourselves pretty much. You, you see, you know, my, you know, which is terrible. You see two or three, four guys get, you know, smoked in the head, unfortunately at the big league level, but you know, the instincts and, and the reaction time of our youngsters, man, uh, are totally different than a major leaguer. Um, fielding your position is totally different than a major leaguer. You're, you're, you're literally in the way of the baseball. And I just put it to you like that. Like you're in the way, unless you, unless you, you know, do what a lot of kids don't do, uh, which is catch, you know, don't catch the ball. It, it you, you literally in the way and you know, the chances you can hurt are, are extremely high. So I, I, I wish and hope, you know, the major league baseball would, would bring me in and, and, and let me give him a presentation. Yeah, I tell you what, one of the things that I really love about it is you can't really you don't really see it. And I think that's a big no. th- big thing. Um I remember I saw you try it on and, and showed it off and put your hat on and I mean there's really no reason if you're a parent out there not to buy this because you can't even see it when when it's even on. I know my guys will definitely be uh be buying this. I I coach a team and, and give uh, lessons as well. Um, overall, was that one of the main things that when you, uh, designed this product was that, so really there wasn't a whole lot of, um, you can't really see it that well. Yeah. I had to do everything. I had to go back into like my style, right? Like how, how did Cliff play the game or, you know, and, and, and I played it, I felt like I had style. I felt like, you know, um, my thing was long pants and baggy pants, but I felt like I wore the wristbands and, and the in the different color batting gloves and the orange shirt if we was with a team that, um, you know, one of the colors was orange. Um, I, I felt like I had style with the game. And knowing the swag factor with these kids was huge for me. Understanding that they don't want to see it and be asked questions because of today's world and how it is and so on and so forth. But also being protected was, was, was crucial for me too. I make one without temples. Obviously, I, I want Every kid, uh, every player to wear, wear the one with temples because that's the reason I made it. You know, talking to these, you know, you know these um, um, these brain doctors, you know, these head doctors, and everybody, and what they're talking about, and how you know they see these catastrophic injuries, these terrible injuries to the temple, to the you know cranial bleedings, cracked skulls. I, look, I, I don't, I, I really didn't go, you know, down that road of you know, um, um, blurting out all these negative things about, you know, the game to, to sort of uh, knock the game. But what I'm trying to do is just 
scare the parents so bad that they understand, you know, the risk of, of, of their kids being on the field. Now, now look, you and I both know uh, it's going to be a handful of dudes that you're coaching or maybe one kid that you're coaching and maybe one over here and one over there that actually gets to the big league. So it's not going to be your career, right? It's not going to be your life. Right. And so all those things played into me thinking, well, if there's not going to be a life in this and you want to have fun and get out the house and be active, then you have to protect them. You have to give them some to to allow them, uh, you know, the opportunity, like I said earlier, is to protect them from themselves because they have no idea. They're just out there playing and having fun, trying to be good, trying to get patted on the butt at the end of the game, not even thinking they're in harm's way. So I try to give the parents that perspective so they can see where I'm coming from. Yeah, love the product. Um, we'll definitely make sure to put a link up uh, when this episode comes out. Let's talk a little bit about some off-season moves right here. Do you think Josh Harrison is going to get traded this off-season? You know what? I, I don't think so. I think, um, you know, the, the the one thing with this, with this game and, you know, I was talking about the Pirates earlier, is, you know, this team was one to reckon with for a few years. And windows closed real fast in this game because, you know, you lose talent, injuries, you know, underachieving players, yada, yada, yada. I think one thing that you have in Josh Harrison is that he plays all over the place. So if you don't have a gong because of personal reasons back home, he can play third. You don't have, you know, an outfielder and star or whoever the case may be, Polanco or Kutch, he can play in the outfield. So when you when you have a super you know utility guy like him, um, you handcuff Clint Hurdle by by losing, and 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 for me Josh Harrison uh, brings so many positives for your club as you lose guys um, and the Pirates not, don't go out there and make that big free agent signing or that big trade. Um, Josh Harrison uh, could definitely make your job easier being there. Yeah, he he's actually coming on this show in a couple of weeks, so hopefully hopefully he'll still be with the Pirates then. Uh, moving on to to Kyle Schwarber, he had a rough season last year. Was up and down, finished pretty strong. Do you think that was more of like a, a sophomore slump type of season, or should the Cubs be pretty worried that maybe he's more of a streaky type of hitter? Well, I think <clears throat> I think first and foremost, what you see in a guy in the off season, sort of is who he was during the season. And what I mean by that is in the off season, Cal Schorber went about taking care of his body, right? Dropped all his weight, um, got himself and, 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 you know, I mean, total different, total different dude now and looks wise. Uh, and, 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 you know, obviously by the new look, I think it gives him a better shot at being the guy that we all think he can be. Uh, because it's going to give him a chance to go work more. It's going to give him a chance to get off, you know, to 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 to, to protect his bottom half, which is his key component, uh, and be the star that we think he can be. Now, you know, not and, and as far as the sophomore slump, a lot of guys go through it because you paid attention to. You know, you make a mistake to Kyle Schwarber, but he's taking you 450 feet, no doubt about it. But I think when when they find a hole, talking about the pitchers and the pitching coaches and so on and so forth. They're going to exploit that. They're going to they're going to go to that next level to make sure that you know they get that ball down uh, in the dirt because they know you're going to swing at it consistently. And you know by taking care of his body, I think it'll allow him uh, to be in a better position where you know he can work more 
and 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 give that team that boost that they need because there's going to be some competition in spring training. I really think that even though um, you know Jason Hero has this big deal, they have guys out there. You know the Ian Happs, Al Moore Jr. Like this team and Kyle Schwarber, and then oh Ben Zobers have to play somewhere. It's a chance that Jason Hero doesn't play every day. Maybe against righties, uh, and they have sort of like a a merry-go-round uh, type of play out there in the outfit for the Cubs this year. Why why can't Jason Hayward figure it out with a bat? I mean, he's so athletic. He's got power. Uh, you were a left-handed hitter, a uh, big power guy as well. Why can't he figure it out? I don't know, man. You know, that's that's a million-dollar question. I, you know, you can you can say he's stubborn or whatever the case may be. Um, I won't say that. I'll say it's very hard to break down a swing uh, and in your head as a player uh, and still go out there and be productive. I just, you know, it, it's very hard to do. Now, can you do it? Absolutely. I, I think he has to want to make change. I think he has to buy into the change. Um, I know he made some subtle changes last year, uh, work, you know, and, and working on it, but it, you know, it turned out to be what two fifty, eleven and fifty. Yeah, I mean, if if, if that's it, um, you won't play every day. I mean, that's just bottom line. It. I don't think Joe Madden is the type of dude who's going to say, "Well, you're going to figure it out," and he's protecting them, you know, as much as he can. You know, I, I don't, I can't put my finger on one reason uh, he struggles so bad, other than the fact that, you know, from my from my two eyes looking at the screen. Um, it seems he never makes an adjustment. It just, it's just that simple. Like, you have to be able to say, hey, okay, this does not work. Um, I need to figure something out immediately. Um, but the hardest thing to do in our game is to, to figure out something on the fly. There's all these different tech, technology and gadgets and, and all this stuff in our game. Do you think if you had access to some of that when you were playing that you would have had an uh, even more successful career, which is even tough to say because you played a really long time as is? Yeah, it would have gave you it would have gave you more of an advantage, but not that much more, man. We, we had scouting departments. It was just more work for them to get the information to you. That was it. Technology today is giving you easier time to get the technology to you. I think as, as, as players, we get the technology now, uh, and we can, you know, I think we overuse it. I really do. I think that, you know, sometimes you have to take bits and pieces from it and apply it to your game and keep it moving. Uh, is the analytics, you know, over the top? I don't know majority of the stuff out there, but I do know that, you know, when you talk about, you know, the shifts and all the other stuff that these teams are doing, you have to pay attention to the fly ball rates and, and ground ball, you know, information, ground ball rates and all those things. But, um, you know, can it be too much to take you away from playing the game? Absolutely. So I think you've got to go 50-50. When you were up at, up at the plate, did you try to hit the ball in the air? Or was that just your natural swing? It was a natural thing. I, I didn't, you know, you, you don't, you don't do anything different, you know, as you look out on the field. I, I can, I can tell you honestly. I most times I didn't even see the shifts. I paid so much attention to the pitcher, you know. So you, you always, when you hit a ball square, you immediately think good results uh, until you look up and see that there's a guy there. Well, okay, maybe, but I mean, it is what it is. Like, you know, if you play the shift, my hitting the shift consistently, I mean, I probably don't have a short career. 
Right. Um, you know, you see a guy like Ryan Howard, uh, tremendous career, made a ton of money. Um, he was a poor guy. I was a poor guy. And, and a lot of times, you know, Ryan would score up some balls um, and they weren't in the air. And guess what? It was, it was a, you know, ground ball, second base, a ground ball to short right field and you out. So um, it derails your career 100%, you know, as far as, you know, shifts and things like that. But, you know, I can't change my swing path and, and try to elevate the baseball, even though people think it's that easy to do. Um, it's not that easy to do. And, and, and some guys, in, you know, careers in because they try to do that. Okay, yeah, I'm glad. I wanted to ask you that because it's, so, it's, it's nice to get a player's perspective because you see everything out on social media about, you know, just hit the ball in the air. After your playing career, you uh, transition into doing some broadcasting was that tough? Because you seem like really natural when I when I see you on TV on MLB Network. Um, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. Let me see. It wasn't easy, um, but it wasn't overly hard. I think the most important thing is, you know, always um, say what you know, um, and 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 make sure you don't speculate. You know and if you talk to guys and you talk to them and, and, you know, you be careful what you say because you don't never want to put nobody's business out there that shouldn't be out there. And it was between you guys and it was personal and so on and so forth. But I think, you know, as, as, as a commentator analyst now, what, ha- what you have to do is you sort of just watch the game and try to figure out some things that you didn't see. Um, and we can bring them back and show you what should have been done. And, or if you was doing it, what, what, you know, what you would have done in certain situations. So, you know, once you get very comfortable, you protect the guys as much as you can, but you also have to tell the truth. That's our job. It's the second part of our life. So it's not like I'm sitting here trying to throw you on the bus and go, well, I would have did this because obviously me sitting on the couch, um, being that fan now, it's easier, right? It's easier for me to say, oh, yeah, you would have been in that situation, but, you know, in that split second, you, you wouldn't have done that. So you got to be careful and make sure you don't forget you played the game and know how hard it is. Do you guys have uh, the freedom to pretty much just go and talk about whatever you want to talk about during the show? Yeah, we pretty much have a meeting for it, and then you know you go out there and you get you know you go to editing, you go to all, all the places you need to go to get all your information, and you go back there and you cut tapes, and um, you know people think it's, it's, it's pre-recorded, it's live, and like you know the tapes are are recorded pre-recorded because we got to get them ready for you guys but as far as talking through them and and the knowledge that's coming from it is you know it's on the fly thinking about certain guys you know trying to give you that in-depth life you know how hard it is to play this game and you know that mental strain that you go through and endure throughout your career it's really hard to um you know sort of sit there and, and, and bring it to, you know, bring it to our viewers. Uh, and you only got 10 seconds to do it. Right. No, it's, it's definitely not as easy as it, as it looks. Um, one last question. Who do you think is going to win it all this year? You think the Astros are going to repeat or is it going to be somebody else? You know, when, when you look at the all season, obviously we got about 136 free agents left, which is, un- <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. Um, I, you know, I, I really believe <clears throat> there's a lot of teams, like 20-plus teams that are in contention, uh, which is great for the game. 
I just don't see anybody beating the Astros. I do see them making one more move uh, as, via pitcher. Uh, if they acquire Garrett Cole, I think it's a wrap. I really do. I think that you have no shot at beating them. But that team over in the Bronx um, is going to give them a fight. I, I think, you know, the acquisition of, of Giancarlo uh, changes the whole landscape of the American League. And, um, but, I, you know, the Dodgers, yeah, they're going to be there. They're going to be there. I, I don't know if they end up being a repeat of, you know, this last year's World Series. But I do say the Houston Astros uh, right now, to me, uh, looks to repeat. Okay, gotcha. Cliff, really appreciate you coming on today. Make sure to go check out ballcapliner.com. And, uh, again, appreciate your time today. Yeah, man, no doubt. And, you know, anything I told you when I saw you at the convention, you know, when you when you go on the site, man, and you get it, and um, I need your feedback. I need I need people to talk about it. Let, let, let's interact and let's let's protect our future generation. And um, you know this is this is about getting something right as opposed to making billions of dollars. You know, I, and I really want this product to be something that's right that that people like that people can talk about and and you know I can tweak and go, hey, all right, I did this because I felt you know you know you know one one you know one of my buyers really you know thought that this was important so i need the feedback man anything any feedback is great feedback i don't care negative positive whatever i just need the feedback so i can uh make this product the best out there awesome will do